Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Back to point, Stark has for Stokes. He's three from 15. Bowls here and he bowls oh. him! That is some delivery. Off stump, cartwheeling. What a big moment that might prove to be. Mitchell Stark, he was off the field straight after lunch with a sore shoulder. Back on into the attack and knocks over the England captain for three. England lose their fifth wicket. The score's 193. And that will make for a beautiful replay. The top of off stump. That is the stuff that Mitchell Stark dreams of doing. That's the voice of our SEN commentary team doing a great job over there in England. And we do have an Ashes News update thanks to Ty Wright. Ty Wright, right choice. Australia has made a strong start to the fifth Ashes test at the Oval after bowling England out for 283 overnight. Mitch Stark starred with the ball, taking four for, while Harry Brook top scored for England once again with a well-made 85. At Stumps, Australia was one for 61 with Usman Khawaja and Marnus Labashain at the crease. Tim Payne, the former Australia Test captain, what have you made to the start of the fifth test? At the start of it, Brent, I don't know what you were thinking, but it took me straight back to 2019 for me personally, winning the toss, mm-hmm. bowling on a wicket that I thought looked pretty good. Uh, bowlers were a little bit off the mark for that first hour or so. Um, and then when we did get in the right areas, we, we dropped the catches, didn't we? So I was thinking, this is not what you want as a captain when you win the toss and bowl and you let yourselves down with with your execution of skill, I guess. But, um, yeah, the couple, that was probably the first couple of talk, talking points were the conditions. It, was it a bat first? Was it a bowl first? It ended up working out really well. Um, I think you bowl a team out for 283 before day one and you're in – one for 60-odd, you'd take that as a massive tick, I reckon. So, um, yeah, interesting. I thought the toss could have gone either way with, with what you'd do first. But in the end, after I think they were three for 180, 190 and teetering on Harry Brook and, um, and Mo and Ali taking the game away from us in that middle session, I think the, the real turning point actually was Mo and Ali hurting his groin and then slogging um, and basically gave us a wicket which allowed Starkey to come back on and knock over Stokes with one of the great balls from a from a big fast bowler late swing hitting the top of off stump and when it's their best or second best player um that had a huge impact on the game yeah three for 184 to seven for 212 they went from yep. england so that was a a real turning point um what's it like when you're a captain and you're dropping these catches i mean you it, it must be heartbreaking <laughs> it is well it must be worse for a bowler yeah absolutely um, but it, it is funny because i certainly felt it more when we had won the toss and bowled there's nothing worse than wasting mm. those opportunities when you think the conditions are in your favour and they're probably only going to be in your favour for, for a few hours. Um, and I think that's the difference in, in England and Australia. If, if you had a wicket like that and you know that it's going to do a bit for the first two hours in, two hours in Australia, you would bat first, no doubt, and back yourself to get through because in the afternoon it's going to be great for batting, whereas in England the ball will continue to swing. Um, so teams, particularly modern-day cricket and certainly this Ashes series, everyone who's won has bowled. And the wickets have been much flatter than than I can remember in Ashes cricket. So last night was enjoyable for the first time because I thought it was actually in the bowlers' favours for most of the day, which was good to see. Um, but yeah, certainly when you're dropping catches, when you've won the toss and bowled, it is a it is a captain's nightmare, absolute nightmare, because you know the media and external people are coming for you when you win the toss and bowl, because for, for some reason it's seen as a as a slightly negative option to take. Mm. I want to ask you about Mitch Stark and his dominance with the ball. Still might have an issue, slight issue with his shoulder potentially. Yeah, I, think so. I don't think it's too bad. I think he's got a bit of an AC joint 
stiffness or bruise, if you like. I think he fell on it last week. But, um, yeah, I was a bit worried when he went off the field. And, he, and to be fair, he didn't start all that well either, did he, the first sort of 40 minutes. He wasn't at his best. But well, you picked him to get a wicket in the first day. I, I did, did screenshot that tweet well, to bring up the, today. Uh, the overcast <laughs> conditions and that new jukes in his yeah. hand and big Zach Crawley standing there, I thought the big fella's going to blow the the big tall fella's pad clean off his leg here, but he couldn't quite get one to straighten down the line. So... Anyway, sometimes you've got to throw something out like that, Brett, and see, see if it falls your way. <laughs> and, gee, you would have claimed it if it did oh, too. I wouldn't I? I would have been in here replaying it all morning. But <laughs> the other thing I've, I've found frustrating, I was talking to a few people last night about it, is is our use of the bouncer with in this test series. It seems to me like we've either not used it at all. I can't remember a bouncer being bold in the first hour last night. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's a great option for Zach Crawley for two reasons. And, and Duckett, actually, because they'll take it on, firstly, um, Zach Crawley, I don't think, is a great player of the short ball, particularly when it's coming at Starkey's pace. But also, when you plant the seed of the short ball to an opening batter, he's not going to be coming forward as much. And then that, that opens up Mitch Stark's ability to bowl it, pitch it up, swing it down the line and hit pads and stumps. And um, for me, we've just been either all in on the bouncer and bowling at every ball with field out, or we haven't used it at all. And I'd like to see just a little bit more of a balance with it because I think it's a key weapon for, for all of our bowlers at the pace that they bowl at. Todd Murphy, he's back in the team. Uh, you made that happen. Well done. I don't know you would have spoke to George and, and demanded that, so good on you. Only had the six overs for the innings, took two wickets. They're still a little bit reluctant to use him, do you think? Or? Oh, I don't think so. I think last night it actually there was probably an opportunity where you could have given him an over or two before lunch, but again, the ball's moving around and you've got three world-class quicks, so why wouldn't you go? Then Mitch Marsh has shown... Certainly at the Oval where they're playing at the moment. The Kia Oval, by the way, Brent, which I found nice <laughs> um, last night, was um, <laughs> Mitch Marsh averages 14 with the ball. So they got him on early because it's a ground that can swing around. But um, no, I thought they used Murph pretty well last night. Brought him on when Mo and Ali was trying to attack. He got a wicket with his third ball. Uh, and then again, when it looked like Wokes and Wood were going to build a little bit of a partnership and push that total up over 300 again, the quality having a quality spinner in your side that can come on and break that partnership was really important. 64, I think they made Wokes and Woods. So almost, yeah, they, well, they got going, but um, not, not as much as they would have liked, obviously. What about Paddy Cummins finally winning a, a coin toss? It's fantastic. <laughs> They're not easy to win. No, I lost a few in a row, I must admit. But um, yeah, that would have made him feel good, no doubt. That We've had conditions against us for most of the series. Um, good toss to win in the end. What I was most impressed with was we spoke last week about Paddy Cummins and a lot of people did about his – he looked tired. I thought last night he looked fantastic. I, his I pace agree. was up. Yeah. He looked zippy. Mm-hmm. His energy even just in his run-up. And, yep. you know, he's bowled a hell of a lot of overs in six weeks. And bowling at his pace is not easy to do. So, you know, I thought he was – and he has been for a long time. He's a phenomenal athlete. And the way for him to recover and come back like he did last night, I thought he was sensational. That's, Particularly when we got to a pretty ordinary start. I thought yeah. he – he when he came on first change, the game the game started to change. He had a nick drop first ball. He looked like he was troubling Joe Root and just changed the whole sort of momentum of that first session. Great to get the insights of the former test giver, Tim Payne, on day one of the fifth Ashes test. Don't forget, you can get us on the Kia Tassie open line, 1300 Hobart Kia movement that inspires. We've got a couple of texts coming texts in. Texts are coming too. in on 0437 Get to us. Here, where are we? We've got from David. Payne, we need a bowl off. Who is the best sports reporter to bowl spin? Brett Stubbs or Brent Costello? 
Brett Stubbs by Country Is Mile. He? He's a very handy cricketer, Stubbsy. Oh, I wouldn't Absolutely. go that far. No, he, he played, uh, I think he played. He played down at Kingborough? Yeah, he did. Did he get an A-grade to, game? Don't know if he got an A-grade game, but he's, he goes all right. <laughs> up the stats, Hammer. I don't know if he did. Good morning, guys. It would be good to hear from Robbie Devine on how the under-15 boys and girls Aussie rules teams went at the national championships. Is That's that been weird? texted in by Robbie Devine. No, definitely well. Robbie Devine. <laughs> he's texted in. It says Rod, not Rob, but no, thanks for your text, Rod. And uh, how about this one? I think the last time Payne did anything outside the cricket, he hit a halfway shot at the basketball. His appearance money made the Huskies go broke. I remember did. that night. I did, well, a, sto- not, I did was... a follow-up story with you too. I'll well, say so you should. <laughs> that was incredible. It was incredible. Well, first shot was in it went halfway flukes, was it? it was unbelievable. I'll and tell you what I did do with that for a long time, that footage was um, every time I, when I was test captain there for a while, when we'd start a team meeting, <laughs> I'd, I'd make Dean Hills play it as the first thing. And then say, oh, sorry about that, boys, wrong. That's the wrong, <laughs> wrong one. But I played it every meeting that we started with. It was what brilliant. I loved about it, you just you, it went in the net and you just did the one finger salute to the crowd and walked off the court, yeah. didn't say a word. Well, it's funny when you do something <laughs> like that in any sport, sometimes when you hit a ball or you bowl a ball or you, or you throw a ball or imagine if you're playing footy and you kick it, Sometimes when you just let it go or you just make contact with the bat, it, you just know. You and when yeah. that rolled off my fingertips, it, it was just never not going in. I just felt it. It was bizarre. So it went the early celebration. It was and I'll I never forget that. With that story, I went down and did a piece to camera for the news as well to put one of mine in. How many goes do you reckon it took me to, to get it in from halfway? Oh, I don't think you've done it yet. I did. It's it's I've got a oh. shot of it. It took me twenty seven times. Did it? Yeah, which yeah. still isn't too bad. And no crowd, no pressure. But I think yeah. in the I'd NBA, same, same, the, but not really. The NBA is one in a hundred attempts they get from halfway. Yeah. Apparently, Scott That's Ross very good at it. He's very good at it. Yeah, it's a thing. He says it is a thing. Well, some of us need to practice it, and some of it just comes well, naturally. Right. Uh, another text in from Cliff as well. Thanks for your text, Cliff. I reckon Shana Jack is a real star. After having to spend a year out of the sport, her comeback has been amazing. Cheers. Thanks for your text, Cliff. And if you'd like to get to us too. On the Kazi, uh, the Kia Tazi open line, text us 0437 552 We're going to get to the news on the other side of it. We'll have a bit more of a talk about what's happening in sport right here in Tasmania and around the world.